I'm Samuel Hunter, straight male escort based down in Sydney, Australia, and you're watching Folks Alert on Apple Podcast. Welcome to the Folks Alert Show. My name is Kiko. My guest today is Samuel Hunter, all the way from down under uh, Sydney, Australia. Sir, I know it's early for you. I appreciate you getting up to <laughs> coming to chat with me, man. How are you? I'm good. Uh, nice and relaxed today. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, the time difference, huh? It's evening for me, early morning for you. Well, nobody else here would call this early morning. It's nearly 11.30 in the morning, but I'm a bit of a night owl. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, listen, man. Uh, I saw the article in the New York Post, as you just explained to me in the pre-interview, that article is actually um, was from the Daily Mail that got redistributed. Yep. You know, and I, I reached, here's why I reached out to you. Because, you know, there's a new show on Showtime that talks about, it's called American Gigolo, right? I guess he's a male yeah. escort. I seen the first, I guess the first show of it, the first episode or whatever you want to call it, the first series of it. And uh, I said, wait a minute. I said, let me, let me reach out to this guy and see if I can talk to him. But as you was explaining to me, explain to me because you're kind of connected to that show a little bit. How, how, how are you well, connected to that show? Here in Australia, that show is on a platform called Stan. And the woman from marketing at Stan reached out and asked me if I'd do some press for the show. Um, so it was um, the Daily Mail was part of that. Uh, it was just a quick phone interview. And then I did another one with Lifehacker. And then I did a morning breakfast radio show which is like i think sydney's number one radio program right uh so that was a lot of fun uh the daily mail though kind of really misquoted and misrepresented me so that was a bit of a pain in the ass to be honest okay how how so uh well i didn't like i don't really get i mean this this is is that I don't know if ironic's the right word, but um, you know, like she, I kind of got turned into clickbait, where it sounds like like the heading is me bragging about the amount of money I make each month doing this work, <laughs> <laughs> which is which is fine of itself, I guess, because it's Daily Mail. But then it's also uh, the incorrect amount of money that I make, right? Um, like, I, I I do make quite a bit more than that, and I don't know where she got that figure from. So, okay. Right. okay. But then that's that's the, that's the issue. Is I'm like I don't get in. I'm not into this just for the money. But then if you're going to bleed it about the money, you got it wrong anyway. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
let, let's let's back up a little bit. When when I saw you, right? When I saw you, you come across as the debonair type of guy, right? Well, you know, salt and pepper. You know, three piece suit. You know, I'm I'm seeing some of your pictures. I'm like, okay, all right. This is on the on the higher side of things. But before we even get to that. I want you to back me up a little bit, okay? How did you find this profession, or did this profession find you? What did you do prior to this? I've done so many different jobs throughout my life, um, but before I got started in this, I was working in an adult shop, mm -hmm. and uh, it was a, a news article about a person with disability using her funds to access a sex worker and he got taken to court and she ended up winning um, and I asked the manager of the adult shop about this and she went oh yeah um, there's an organization called touching base uh, which was started up by this woman called Rachel Wadden who was in a Scarlet Road documentary mm -hmm. and she just sees people with disability and I kind of got me thinking about that and wondering whether it was something I could do um, I decided it was something I could do but then when I looked up um, like the, the escort sites there was a lot of I mean not a lot basically every single guy there is 10 years younger than me they've got a cut eight pack they've got zero body hair mm -hmm. So I can't, I was kind of then had to get over my own body image about uh, before I, I decided to start advertising and doing the photo shoots and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Now, when you think of escort, male escort, or any escort for that matter, you're thinking female. You're not thinking guys, right? Yep. So. That's a hang-up right there in itself. You get over your full... Uh, there is... A, a, I'd say it's probably only 5 or 10% of guys compared to women, uh, but a lot of those uh, gay men. Uh, and there is a bit of kickback about straight male escorts because a lot of... A lot of guys kind of just, you know, they pay this little monthly advertising on the the escort directories and they can call themselves a straight male escort, but they're not necessarily doing it for the right reasons. They don't necessarily have uh, the correct skills, personality. You know, they kind of treat it almost like Tinder. Um, so I understand that, but there's, yeah, so there's very few like straight male escorts, especially genuine ones. Okay. Now you decide that you're going to get into this. Okay. This, this is what you're going to do. Um, you're going to leave the adult shop. You're going to do this, you know, did you prior to getting into this, did you like have a family? Did you have a wife? Did you have a girlfriend? Uh, I was, I got divorced about 10 years ago. Um, okay. because I kind of decided I didn't want to have kids. 
So, so you were so uh, you were you were yeah. a bachelor. Yes. So this wasn't a hard choice then. Uh, it still is. I was kind of seeing someone at the start when I when I was first kicking off into this. Um, How did she take it? Uh, she was okay with it, but then when she realized that I was going to have my face out in all the pictures, she was like, what if my kids stumble across your profile? You know, how am I going to answer that question? Tell the kids to mind their business. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, to, well, to her, I was more like, well, I'm, I'm struggling to imagine how potential clients are going to see my profile and your concern that your kids are going to find it. You know, which you've basically got to specifically search for. Right. If you're looking for that type of service. Right. So her kids would have exactly. to be looking for that type of service. Now. Yeah. All right. You're, you're in this now. This is what you're doing. And, you know, you've made up your mind. She's not going to go along with you. So you're in this by yourself. I am trying to figure out how do you even approach this? Right. Because for you. You're offering from what I'm gathering from what you're telling me, you're offering more than just companionship. You're offering, you know, a whole package of, you know, conversation, you know, the whole bells and whistle, you know, someone that can confide in you, someone that you can go to dinner with, you know, like the ultimate. I don't want to say boyfriend experience, but the ultimate companion, so to speak right the the boyfriend experience is how it's kind of marketed in general um really and yeah uh i mean it's kind of so female escorts have the girlfriend experience and then the porn star experience and so then the guys have just kind of adapted that to have the boyfriend experience etc but it's not really the boyfriend experience otherwise we just sitting on the lounge asking when dinner is you know right judging from the stories i've heard about what most guys are like um but i mean it is like that because you know i've got a client with who i've seen nearly for two years now that's a that's a a regular intimate relationship that you're building with someone Listen, so i mean the sam, sam boyfriend man. experience does seem to Here's the thing, Samuel, um, and forgive me if I may sound ignorant, right? Because this is quite foreign for me, okay? And maybe you can help hold my hand through all this to, to understand this because I am not seeing, I'm not understanding how, maybe there is a market for it, but a male rarely having clients that he's, you know, seeing and being compensated for his time that is unheard of I, I, i'm sure it happened but like you said this is traditionally a gay male profession you made it a point in our pre-interview no i am a straight male escort there's actually lonely women out there that would that's looking for a part-time husband boyfriend Yes. Uh, look, the, the, I guess the simplest way to, to put it, I was just writing about this yesterday, is 
because I got, especially to start with, people would ask me, they're like, well, why would, why would a woman pay someone for sex if they could most of the time potentially just go to a pub and pick someone up? Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also don't know who they're going to meet. They don't know if they're going to be safe. They don't know if that person is going to be able to actually satisfy their needs. Um, on top of that, you've got clients who could have, they could be married. Um, they could be busy professionals and they just like, they don't want to have a partner enough where it's, uh, you're kind of texting each other throughout the day checking in on each other they don't want that hassle so this way it's you know it's a set time frame um and they've got the agency they're in control of everything right what is a typical client for you looks like not not, i'm in terms of profession what 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 does that look like are these working female working professional or it just varies It really varies, um, but yeah, I guess for the most part they are, you know, office workers to some degree, professionals. Um, generally, somewhere around my own age. Um, seems to be skewing a little older now. Uh, last year it was my age was the average, and now it's probably more like fifty. But they're, yeah, I couldn't really, professions, uh, backgrounds, anything like that. My clients are very diverse. There's no real typical client I could say there. (sighs) (laughs) Sam, you know, you're going to have people watching this. Guys watching this uh trying to figure out how they can get into this profession and i'm sure people have asked you but before we get to that though the female you're in this business you have a bunch of clients have you ever experienced where a client's got a husband and you are caught between or he finds out about you do you have a is that do you ever had that situation no, I haven't. Um, the closest I ever got to that was I was at a client's house um, and a car pulled up and she quickly glanced out the window and she thought it was her husband's car. Oh, you got to be kidding so I, like, me. I quickly <laughs> threw my clothes on and I'm hiding in the wardrobe going, oh my God, this is how my, this is how my life ends. This is how my day ends. Um, but it was a false alarm. But that's, yes. Yeah, Sam, that's you're not a gone. young guy. What are you doing? You're tripping right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can, uh, I can hold myself up if, if need be. Um, yeah, but, but you, no, you, you're, really... in, but you're in another man's house, Sam, right? <laughs> False alarm. Well, what it was, what it was a real alarm. What, what would that conversation be when he walks in and he sees you? What do you say? Well, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a counselor. I mean, do you have a, like a plan? Like a, if, if, if that to happen, do you have like 
well, this is going to be my role and this is who I am. But since then, when I go back to their house, uh, yes, I, I carry my little laptop bag because she works from home. So I'll just be like, I'm here as IT support. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. So no, yeah, now I have a backup plan. Okay, IT support. I like that. Yeah. I like. I like. And, that. and I don't even like. I don't dress up. Like I dress as a more as an IT sport. Yeah, real scruffy looking. Well yeah, 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 yeah. I go for that. I go for that. <laughs> I mean, you know, you may even have. Listen, it's not something that I'm familiar with, but like someone told you, I would never expect a like this would be such a lucrative business for a man right um but it is and it's very niche right obviously if a woman's gonna uh, procure your type of service she would want a man that looks her age one that brings uh the conversation that's equal to her conversation right experience that's kind of like what she's already experienced in her lifetime uh, a younger man wouldn't be able to offer that because he hasn't lived, he hasn't been able to live her life, right? An 18, 21 year old, maybe even 30 year old. What can he, you know, that conversation between the two of them will be kind of off. So with you, you guys can have that conversation. You know, you've worked multiple jobs and you bring a vast background of, of life to this. Yeah, I think that's the point. That's probably why I'm fairly busy. You know, the other guys who are the, the eight pack and they're 10 years younger, you know, there's 15 of them or whatever in, in Sydney. Mm -hmm. But if somebody doesn't want that eight pack or a young man, I'm kind of one of the only options. So Here's yeah, I guess that's the point. And I have had a few clients who were like, Oh, you know, you. When I first saw you, I'm like, oh, he's a bit young still. Um, but you know, everybody else is even younger, and I was like, oh, I'm still young. That means I might have a few more years to go in this industry. Right now, for you, being looking the way you look, pepper, salt and pepper, older looking. Do you find? Do you have younger client that wants the daddy experience? Feel like they're going out with their an older man. Uh, I'll link one, one of my first ever clients, actually, she was 23 and she liked the whole age play. Um, she was very submissive, uh, and there was, you know, a bit of bondage stuff going on there, but yeah, that was, otherwise I think my youngest would be around 35, mm. but yeah, so there's only been the one person who kind of wanted that age play sort of thing. I want to play you a clip from uh, American Gigolo. I want to play a clip from American Gigolo. I want to come back, kind of speak to what you were saying just now. I want to play this clip. I want to come back and I want to talk to you about it. Okay. Tell me. So I got that dress. Mm -hmm. I let the staff go. And then I just opened my heart. I just went for it. I just shared. But 
Julian, after 60 seconds, his eyes just glazed over. Yeah. He doesn't see me anymore. Can we just... But I want you to know that I accept it now. I'm tired. Did you get rid of the pictures in the bedroom? Gail. Uh, Gail, you cannot have pictures of kids in the bedroom. You just can't have that. How about the TV? The TV's still there. Does this look familiar to you? Yeah. So this is definitely <laughs> quite normal, huh? Yeah. Um, I think for the most part, the clients who I've met who are still married or have previously been married. Their husbands just don't, they don't see them. They don't hear them. Uh, one of my brothers, he's like that. He, you know, you talk to him for 10 seconds and he just glazes over and you're like, just switches off to a different place. Um, right. So I have seen guys who are like that and I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand it, but they, and, and same as they don't understand the beauty of their partners. So yeah, that's uh, totally that's very relationships you know they want they want their partner to be their best friend their flatmate their lover their the person who they talk to and whinge about work when they get home you know like it's it's a lot of hats to put on one person and then you're also expecting the same back from another person that's that's a lot of energy how what's the wildest request you've ever had and you had to say, mm, nah, it, you know, because I'm sure there's something, there's, you draw the line somewhere, right? You do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But like my website kind of outlines what's to be expected and what, I, but so far it's not happened. Um, you know, I'm quite happy to try different things out. So that's been fine. Um, yeah, so, so far there hasn't been something where I've had to hard line, draw the boundary. Um, although, like, I do have my boundaries in place and if they're not respected, I will, like, fire a client and say, you know, I can't see you anymore because you're pushing those boundaries. Wait, you're, you're firing clients? Yeah. I've thought about it, especially as I got busy. I thought, should I put my prices up? And I kind of went, no, I'd rather be, I still want to be accessible. Like I can't be cheap, but I want to be accessible. Like some guys will charge $5,000 a night. And I'm like, how are you doing that? You're asleep for half of it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. I, I was, I, I, when I was talking about the price, I was just giving you a hard time. I didn't mean any harm by it. Um, I was just giving you a hard time. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, but I mean, but like, like you said, uh, I think in the pre-interview about, you know, cause I'm there in my three piece suit in a, a lot of those photos, but then I'm also, you know, sitting there in my flanny shirt on drinking out of this coffee cup or one of them, um, right. one of few of those, like it's I, most of the time I don't have to dress up in a suit like that, to be honest, right. kind of jeans and a button up shirt seems to be the most common sort of style. You you go out in public. Um, do people recognize you? No. No. The yelling. Um, 
So, like you said, it's with, with like the only thing that's happened with all that press and being recognised is people like down at my local bar mm-hmm. would pull me up and go, "Oh, hey, I saw you on Lad Bible or something." Right. Like, yeah, that was, that was hilarious. Yeah, but that's about it. So, people who I've already known in my personal life or met once or twice. They're the only people who then go, oh, you that's what you do. Okay. Right. But nobody, you know, if I go out, nobody's like, oh, you're that person. Um, actually, after all those things came out, I did have a client who had booked a few, like about a month in advance. And as our date was approaching, she emailed me going, oh, it looks like in my nerves to book the, to, to book someone for the first time, I've also booked the most famous one possible. This is terrifying. Uh, you know, when we meet in the hotel, are you going to be recognized? I'm like, oh, I will absolutely not be recognized. Mm-hmm. And also hotel staff are really used to seeing escorts going into their hotels a lot. Well, maybe a lot more a, than people realize. Maybe that's a, that's an Australia thing, right? I don't know. I think for you guys there, escorting is decriminalized. Correct. Right. Now, in the United States, for a female escort, in some parts, some cities, some state, they don't really give it, you know, it's decriminalized. They don't really give it a hard time. But a female escort have to live with that stigmatism and the negative backlash. You haven't experienced any of that, right? No, but I think that's a gender bias, to be honest. Um, like a, lo- a lot of women here... All their advertisings, they'll blur out their face, etc. So in their personal life, they don't get that stigma. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and that and that's totally a, a gender-based concern. I think like I don't get that sort of flack from anybody. Um, yeah, so the stigma is not necessarily around the industry. It's about uh, society how we look at society and how we look at uh women and their sexuality and their desires or like what they choose to do for work it's you know it's their body it's their choice right um so if somebody has like i mean this is in discussion at the moment um about like people might have an issue with uh, sex workers just in general. Maybe that's a religious thing, but that's, you know, it's just, that's what, that's their choice to do. You don't have to then thrust your own beliefs on that person. Right. Um, I don't think. But- Question. Uh, you got a client, you like her, she likes you. And... She compensates you very well. And she wants you to to be full time in a relationship with her. Would you fire her or um I'd you know say that that's not an option, that's not on the table. Um and then it's up to them and how they'd want to proceed. Uh and I guess like with relationships, 
I was talking to another sex worker a few months ago about this, um, saying, um, you know, I, I wouldn't want to be in another relationship if for no other reason than my clients treat me better than any partner ever has, you know. Right. Um, do you do you believe that? I th- yeah, yeah. But then I thought about it some more, and I'm also the better version of myself because, you know, I might be seeing somebody for a, a four-hour window, and I'm very present and I'm love the whole time, but then they don't see me, you know, sitting on my lounge, watching Netflix, eating a pizza or sitting on my balcony, going through three coffees every morning. Right. Um, You know, they don't get to see the, the, the other parts of me, you know, they just get to see the best part of me. So you're, so so if somebody asked for, if somebody asked for it, like a, a full-time sort of relationship with me that it's not an offer because it's that's the person who that they've met is not who I necessarily am. Okay. Well, that's I mean, a... I'm not, I'm not fake in what I do, but I just, you know, best foot forward. Okay. So I you're in, you're in your it. best behavior when you're with, when you're on the clock. Yeah. I mean, Yeah. I just mostly I just swear less. Got That's you. the difference. <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you. What do you What do you see yourself? What's What's the exit? Do you have an exit plan from this business? Uh, not as such. Um, something. This is something my brother, you know, asked me. He's like, "Well, what are you going to do when you're 50? And I said, "Well, it depends on if people are still booking me or not." Um, and I, and as I said before, you know, somebody did book me because. I was essentially the eldest choice there, but they would have preferred if I was older. So I don't know. I'll see how it plays out. Um, I do have a few little creative projects I'm trying to get out there at the moment as well. So that right. I'm working on. So maybe maybe that's another thing that could happen. There, there is always the saying: nobody wants to die alone, right? So I, I'm just saying. At some point, you, you do you think you may con- reconsider not getting into? You, and now you're saying you don't want to be in a relationship. You don't think you'll get in another relationship. But as you get older, do you think you might? Yeah, I mean, may, maybe. Um, you know, we we change all the time. So who knows? Um, like I'm definitely different than who I was ten years ago. So I don't know who I'll be in ten years' time. Understood. Um, but for the most part, I've lived alone for the last uh, I don't know, four years or something. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy it. I like that alone time. Um, gotcha. and it allows me to be more energized when I meet up with clients or with my friends and family. You know, I, I kind of need that space to go back to my own, you know, to, to, to refill my own cup, I guess. Um, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So I guess the, point, the the real answer is if I did go into a relationship with somebody, it would be a different sort of relationship than I've had before. That would probably True. Be. Yes. Well, you're happy with you, right? Yeah. You're happy with you, and that's what's most important, that you are happy with yourself and and you're content with yourself. You know, anything else is a bonus. Yeah. Yeah. Samuel Hunter. Sir, it was a pleasure having you here. The conversation was very interesting. Um, learned a lot. 
I might listen. That's I good. might, I might, I might take you up. I might, you know, join you in this career path. Never know. <laughs> we never know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna give you a hard time. Listen. I know. I know. You, 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 you have to come back, man. I'd love to have you back. Uh, I might, I might. Happy I, to be back. I'm sure there's plenty more to talk about. Listen, there's tons of more to talk about. Do you think? Do you think it might be possible to to have one of your clients come along with you? Uh, yeah. Um, probably. Um, they yeah, wouldn't have their face out though. Well, I don't know how we'll do that, but you know, I'd like yeah. to ask. I'd like. I'd like to ask them, like you know, because listen, people have different needs, right? And. Their needs doesn't necessarily meet. I don't. I don't need to understand what their needs are. It's just that they have needs that that they need. So, um, you know, I'd, I'd like to get a different get it from a from a client perspective. You know, they, they probably would, but just not with the video going. Right. They might have to just sit in a corner somewhere and just be there answering questions, but not be on camera. Yeah. Or maybe with their back turned. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah, I'll go for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, man. Um, I, I listen. I want to. I want you to come back because there's other questions. You know, we can we can do this all day. But I really appreciate sure. you coming on, sharing a little, giving the point of view on your why you do it, and why you're in this business, how you got into the business, uh, and I appreciate that. That was big of you. Thanks for having me on the show. It's been good. It's a pleasure, man. It's a pleasure. Samuel Hunter, you can check him out at SamuelHunterHescort.com. SamuelHunterHescort.com. Uh, let me put that up on the screen. Uh, they need to check you out. You know, there you are. Mr. Debonair in, 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 in Sydney, Australia. <laughs> Hey, man. Thank you very much. You take care, man. Thank you. You too. All right. Take care.